0: Done.
1: What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. What is going on, Buffalo Fanatics? So glad to be here with you again on another fantastic Saturday on Rated Rev, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and Business Master John. Pete Atwood on none other than the Buffalo Fanatics Network, baby. It's your man, Rev. Hop in here. Do me this favor. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button, and let's get this thing popping. Baby, I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. Beautiful Saturday. I don't know where you're watching from, but drop that in the chat right now. And hey, if you guys are. are, are On the Northeast, man, prayers for you guys. Yo, it looks like it's going to be a rainy weekend for y'all. As Tropical Storm Ophelia, is that her name? I be be getting confused with these names now. But yeah, Tropical Storm Ophelia rolls into town. Could have some implications on the Bills Commanders game and others as well. We'll talk about it here a little bit later. But again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button. Let's go ahead and get this thing popping, baby. Let's go ahead and get this thing popping. I want to jump into it, right into it right now, because we have a jam-packed show for you guys. Jam-packed show for you guys today on Rated Rev. A lot of news going out right now. Um, But before we get to the news, yo, is anybody in here watching or listening? The college football fans, because today there's going to be, there's, there's like a great slate of games right now. Um, I'm an OU fan. And so right now we've got OU and Cincy set to play right now. There's a ton of other games going on today. Like, like sit back and relax. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy the the, the amazing games that are coming on right now. Um, later on this afternoon, yo, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge Coach Prime fan. I love him. Uh, I've, been, I've been a fan of, of, of Prime for a long time, so, I, so it's not like I'm just jumping on the bandwagon, nothing like that. I, I really respect the man and what he's doing, what he's been doing, even, even back in Jackson State. And so I, I've got a lot of respect for what he's doing right now in Colorado. That's a big game they've got today as they play Oregon. Oregon Ducks coming to town, but they're, they're going to be without Travis Hunter, so that's going to be another – that's going to be a huge task for Colorado. I don't think many people really expected Colorado to really be sitting here at 3-0 right now anyway, um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, saying they're going to lose this game, but I think this part of the season right now um, and their schedule is going to be very challenging, to say the least. We're going to see what they're made of starting today against Oregon Ducks and the next week they're going to play host to USC. So it, it's, it's going to be a challenge for Colorado nevertheless. But, again, a lot of good games coming on right now as Cincy is getting on the field right now against OU. I'm excited about it. What is your favorite team? If you guys are college football fans, who is your favorite team? Drop that in the chat. I want to know if you guys love watching college football. I'm seeing, a lot of, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Auburn in here. I see Colorado going to beat the Ducks today, asking if, if hey, that, wouldn't that be something? If Colorado delivered the upset today with Travis Hunter out, I don't think I don't think the national media pundits, man, will be able to handle the level of, of, of coach prime pettiness. You know what I'm saying? If they manage to win this game today, never say never. It's gonna be a huge task, but you just never know what happens and what could happen. Uh, John L says, yo, Colorado's plus 650 last night and it's plus 150 ducks right now. I'm telling you, man. Look, hey, it's it's uh, it's gonna be a game. It really is. One thing I I will say about Colorado, man, is they 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 they're poised. Like they they're very like that team is, and, and that team is very very resilient, right? Very resilient. And um, uh, you know when you get Shador, I mean that I mean look, come on, man. I mean, they're very good, very poised, cool, calm, collected team. Um. You know, so far, they kind of remind me of of, of the 2018 Buffalo Bills or 2017 Bills, you know, uh, Sean McDermott's first year with the Bills and how they kind of really just overachieved that year. There were very low expectations for Sean McDermott coming in his first year and the Bills overachieved, went to – I mean, broke the playoff drought, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and played – a lot better than many anticipated, right? And so that's kind of where I see Colorado right now in and, and, and Coach Prime's first year. You know, they're they're overachieving so far, three games in. I mean they're three and oh had some pretty good wins. You know what I'm saying? And so we'll see as as the season progresses how they how they fare. But uh needless to say, uh Coach Prime has got these guys exactly where they need to be. And they can I mean, you know, the sky's the limit, man. They they can only get better from here on out. I see I see uh yeah I see John yo John So Vaugh comes in and says, yeah, I like what Prime is doing, but I think they'll lose again, I mean against Oregon, but not by twenty one points yeah I don't know they got a they got a defensive issue man in Colorado and an offensive line issue so but you but you have to believe that you know over the course of the next you know couple of years, man they're gonna coach Prime is a master so far, he's like going to school it's when it comes to uh, well, he's not going to school. He's 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 pitting people. He's taking people to school when it comes to recruiting. You've got to imagine that that this time next year, that recruiting class is going to be phenomenal, and they'll be right back at it, uh, much stronger, much tougher. But we coming, baby. We coming. Um. So yeah, I'm trying to see. Uh, okay, Snoop comes in. Yo, he's a USC fan. All right. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of action going on right now in college football. And as I mentioned, I'm a huge OU fan, and I'm trying to catch glimpses of it right now. As they're playing Cincinnati. But beyond college football, baby, we've got Bills football tomorrow. Bills football tomorrow against the Washington Commanders. My man Pierre says, Yo, we coming. I'm talking about Colorado, but the Bills are coming too, baby. we coming. Best belief. And so the Bills play tomorrow. FedEx Field against the Washington Commanders, one and o, I mean, one and one Buffalo Bills against the two and O Washington Commanders. And uh, as we get ready to kind of dive into that that topic of conversation, I want to jump in right now and talk about Bills week in review. Bills week in review. So. The Buffalo Bills week interview, it, it kind of started weird, man. It started weird, and, and it was like, oh, my gosh, you got you to be kidding me. Tell me we're not, we're not doing this again. And what I mean by that is linebacker Christian Kirksey decided that he had enough. He decided he had enough, and he, and he informed the team that he's retiring. <laughs> man. Like, I don't know if the Bills can catch a break when it comes to this. We had, we had, I mean, at least, at least he didn't do it. At least he didn't pull a Vontaze, uh Davis by retiring at halftime in the middle of a game. At least he decided to, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait before, you know, uh, before we play a game. But man, the Bills have so two two players up and up and quit, up and retired on them this year. And uh, Christian Kirksey is the latest, the Buffalo Bill, who, who was just in here for a hot, quick minute. Decided, you know what? I've had enough. I'm going to go ahead and retire. And uh, I wonder what it really was all about. You know what I'm saying? I, I have, I have, you know, an idea of what I think it's about. But uh, I, well, I, let me go ahead and just say it right now. I think, I think Christian Kersey was like, know what? I'm not. I came here to play." And uh, Terrell Bernard said, "Nah, player, we ain't having it. I don't know what you think this is. I don't know if you think you're coming here to take my job." But Bernard was like, no, it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? And so I think Christian Kirksey kind of took, he kind of felt some type of way about that. Coming in as a veteran, he thought, I guess coming off the street, like, hey, hey, man, like, yo, this is my job. And Bernard had other plans. And then Sean McDermott, I like what Sean McDermott said. He comes in and Sean McDermott uh, said, yo, uh, speaking of Christian Kirksey, he said, yo, Christian Kirksey is a class act. And he made us better while he was here. Really, Sean? Like, I mean, what did he do? (laughs) <laughs> i mean what did he do anyway so he said he's a class acting he made us better while he was here i uh, certainly understand his you know uh the situation he's played he's used to playing and he has obviously his reasons for it and i respect him for it word for word from coach uh, sean mcdermott and i like the fact that he said yo he's played and he's used to playing so that right there is an indicator that christian kirksey was in his feelings about the fact that he's not playing he felt that as a veteran, he should come in here and play, especially over the likes of Terrell Bernard. It wasn't the case, wasn't happening. So he's like, all right, I'm, a, I'm a, I got something for you. I'm gonna go ahead and retire. How about that? And Bill's like, all right, fine, go ahead and retire. <laughs> go ahead and retire. I got my man <laughs> Sean McDermott, put his man on speed dial. And he hit up, he hit up AJ Klein, was like, yo, AJ, what's good, player? What you doing? Nah, nothing, coach. I'm just, you know, I'm sitting here. What's up? So uh, in case you didn't know, man, yo, uh Christian Kirsty decided to retire. Man, are you for, say what for real? Yeah, he went out and decided to retire. But uh, hey, man, uh, I know this. I know. I I hate to keep doing this to your player, but uh, hey, man, you want to play? Yeah, I mean, shoot, coach. I mean, I ain't doing nothing. I'm just sitting here chilling. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'll be there. All right, cool. That's how the conversation went. <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills brought brought AJ Klein back. Oh, Mr. Reliable, AJ Klein. Mr. Reliable, AJ Klein comes back. Signs to the practice squad, and so there you have it. Christian Kirksey was here for a cup of coffee. Chunked the deuces at the Bills because he was in his feelings that he wasn't playing. Bills let him go. Called A.J. Klein and brought him back to the practice squad. There it is, baby. That's how we do it in Buffalo, in case you didn't know it. (laughs) In case you didn't know it. But you know what else took place this week? Raiders. (laughs) Raiders wide receiver Devonte Adams had something to say about Bills safety Taylor Rapp. I don't know if you guys caught it but Bills safety Taylor Rapp in last week's game against the Raiders you know got called, got hit with the unsportsmanlike penalty hitting uh Devonte Adams in the back of the head put him in concussion protocol I think. And so Devontae Adams took offense to it, and uh, he had some words. <laughs> he had some words, and Devontae Adams wasn't really feeling it, man. He wasn't feeling it. Uh, he didn't appreciate what Taylor Rapp said, and, and, here's, and here's what Devontae Adams said this week. He said, yo, I don't want to continue to talk too much about it, but was it unnecessary? Completely, obviously. I mean, certain players play a certain way, too. Some people are out of control, Fly around and don't have much true purpose. I mean, playing half of the field alongside you rover and hit somebody on the head on the other side of the field. I mean, that's the type of stuff that contributes to you not being on that field, says Devonte Adams. And then he goes on to say this. He says, speaking of Taylor Rap, he says, yo, maybe if that man learns how to play the game the right way, he'll see the field. But until then, He'll have to go in and live off of plays like that, I guess. So Devontae Adams, yo, took some shots at Taylor Rapp, saying that's why you don't play. You're not on the field right now. You're a former high draft pick. You're sitting the bench. You come in when the game is out of line, I, I mean, out of hand. That's why you play. I mean, that, that's why you're not playing. It's Because of plays like that, you're wild, you're reckless. You know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, I can't really get upset at Devontae Adams. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was a late hit. It was a late hit. I mean, th- those, th- those things those things happen. Um, it's unfortunate. Glad that that Devonte is okay, you know, and uh, he's better. But yeah, I just thought that was interesting, man. And, and uh, and Taylor Rapp, you know, he came back, you know, and and he would just basically, just, you know, he just kind of took the high route. It was like, yeah, you know, I'm am hey, a, hey, you know, it was an unfortunate thing that happened. Glad that Devontae Adams is okay, you know, and there it is. So, Taylor Rapp, man, getting clapped up by Devonta Adams this week. Thought that was interesting. Oh, hold on. Something else happened this week. I, I, mean, I, I mean, how could I forget? I don't know if you guys forgot about it, but, you know, uh, I didn't forget, you know, but, golly, man, it, I guess it kind of slipped my mind, but, it nah, no, it slipped my mind. In case you didn't know, it is also took place this week. My man Josh Allen, player of the week, AFC player of the week, again, 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 off of his remarkable performance against the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, he only completed 83.8% of his passes in that game, 274 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a pass of rate of 112.5. I mean, that's just another another day at the job for a guy who don't know how to play. <laughs> All right. I mean, come on now. I mean, we look at Josh Allen. uh, This was his 11th, 11th time earning AFC Player of the Week honors in his illustrious but still early career. Actually getting eclipsing Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly, who had 10. And then when you look at it, since 2018, since 2018, uh, Josh Allen – has earned the most AFC Offensive Player of the Week honors or awards, uh, beating Patrick Mahomes with nine, Lamar Jackson with eight, Der- Derrick Henry with seven, and Joe Burrow with five. So, Josh Allen, I mean, this all this guy does is he just earns the AFC Player of the Week honors. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of it's just another day of the job, right, for Josh Allen. It's just kind of what he does. But I mean, when you when you think about everything that's been said about Josh you know, how this guy is, is you know, he's regressing and he's not a good quarterback and blah, 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 blah. I mean, he just goes out and make a performance where he's AFC player of the week. I mean, come on now. I mean, I understand there ain't no Super Bowl trophy, but the guy's good at what he does. The guy is good at what he does, All right? Shout out to my man, Josh Allen, for what he's done. And shout out to you guys in the chat right now, joining me live. Yo, do me this favor, will you? Go to supportbf.com. Supportbf.com is where you need to be this season if you want to be plugged in to everything related to the Buffalo Bills and the Buffalo Fanatics. I'm telling you right now, man, the Buffalo Fanatics, we, we are taking this up to another level this season. Now, Not only do you have a, a continent and shows from the likes of yours truly, you know, on Saturdays, Rated red, but you got my man Rico coming in with the Rico Report on Tuesdays doing his thing, and then you've got it on Friday as well, and then you've got my man, yo, Z-Bot Smoke Break on Mondays, and then you have, to, you have to tune in on Sunday as the fellas hit you with the pregame show, and then my man Pierre the Kingpin with his live game day reactions, and then followed by Followed by Rico again for the post game. I mean, we are we 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 got y'all covered. We've got y'all covered um all week. And we've also got some things in the works as well. I mean, you've got the barbershop right. Uh, you you got that brand new episode that 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 drops uh uh every Sunday evening. And so I mean, I don't know where I don't know what else you guys want. I mean you want you want bills content we got it. We you got it. And there's other things in the works as well. We're going to have y'all covered, man. Every single day of the week, we're going to have you covered. And that's right here at the Buffalo Fanatics. So go to supportbf.com. Follow us on all of the social media platforms. I mean, you've got crazy content, you've got articles written from one of the some of the best, you know, uh uh uh, uh, uh some of the best content creators out there in the game, game right now, man amazing, amazing content, and you've got merch. So, yeah, it is what it, it is, What it is, man. That's what we do, man. From week to week, we bring you that heat, baby. So clear the table. It's time to heat. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving, baby. NFL Power Rankings came out this week. Excuse me as I took a sip of my coffee. NFL Power Rankings came out this week. I don't know if you guys... Took a look at it or not? Yeah, like my man Pierre says, yo, hit up, hit it up, baby, hit it up. SupportBF.com. dot no doubt. So NFL Power Rankings put out their power rankings this week, and I want to take a little bit of time to go through um the top ten. Let's take a look at the top ten and see where the Buffalo Bills landed in. The NFL power rankings put out by NFL.com. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen because I want you guys to take a look at it with me. So uh, I didn't want to get into it too early in the season, right? But I mean I mean, you figure three weeks in or, or approaching three weeks, I think it's a good time to kind of just just get just kind of gauge what everybody else is saying. Where, where, where are they putting the Buffalo Bills right now in the NFL power rankings? And so. NFL.com released it. And let me see if I can go ahead and get this thing to share. Where are Ari. Boom, boom, boom. You guys let me know in the chat if you can see it. It should be coming up here shortly. There we go. You see Derek Carr's face right there. So the NFL Power Rankings put out by Eric Hold'em. Or at home. I'm sorry. Eric at home. This week, and let's just take a look at it, so number one on the list off the top, you see the san francisco 49ers I don't think anybody is really surprised by that i mean the san francisco 49ers they look like that team to be not just in the NFC but really in the nfl i mean they're 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 playing very well i mean when you have when you got Brock Purdy. Just, I mean, they don't even really need like a superstar quarterback. They just need in that system with my with Kyle Shanahan, they, they just need a guy who's able to 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 manage the game and not make mistakes. And Brock Purdy has been doing that, right? But let's not let's not act like the, the Niners aren't absolutely loaded to the to the brim with talent. Right. I mean, you've got across the offensive line, I mean you've got come on now. You know what I'm saying? You got Trenton Williams. Who oh, by the way, uh, did y'all did y'all catch that? Did y'all catch that little fight, that little scrimmage? It wasn't really a fight. It was a it was a hook check, you know what I'm saying? Um that he that he laid on uh what was his name, man? Uh, who they played? Dag um Ashawn Robinson Thursday, right? And people were like, we were talking about, yo, yo, did you did you see the the hit that uh that Trent Williams put on Aceon Robinson? Yo, he punched him in the face, you know, and how come the NFL didn't do anything, blah, blah, blah. Yo, Aceon started it. You know what I'm saying? Go back and take a look at it. A. yo, know, gave him a little chin check, and Trent Williams wasn't having it. And that's the guy you don't want to mess with. So anyway, so the Niners, they got you got Trent Williams, right? And then you've got yo, you got that offensive line, and then you then you have Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, this is on offense, right? Then you got Nick Bosa. Eric Armstead. I mean, these, 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 this is a very talented football team, and so when you look at the San Francisco 49ers and what they've done so far in, in three weeks—I mean, two weeks—I'm sorry, uh, no, no, three weeks, three weeks—because this, 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 this here was 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 before their uh, their their shellacking of the New York Giants Thursday night, but they went out and beat the Rams, right? Beat the Rams. Did what they had to do against them, uh, Week One. Uh, who did they play Week Two? Was it was it the? Who do they play week two? Let me let me let me take a look at that. I, I I completely forgot who they played week two. Um, it was. Um, let me see here. Let me go back to the full schedule. I want to take a look at it because I don't want to sound like a goofball who doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. Anyway, I've got a slow connection, but needless to say, the Niners are three zero. Niners are three zero. All right. I'm not going to go back and wait on it. This is taking too long. So Niners are 3-0 currently right now, and they are number one. Okay. But now – oh, come on. Don't be tripping on me, Internet. But this is when it gets kind of dicey. Okay. This is when it gets kind of dicey for me. And I don't really appreciate <laughs> – I don't appreciate this. And I and I guess this is recency bias or just the NFL's just uh. uh love fest you know, over this guy. But they they went ahead and put the, the the Kansas City Chiefs at number two. So the Kansas City Chiefs crack the top three list of the NFL power rankings behind the Niners, and the Chiefs are one and one So they had a bad performance week one to start the season, right? And people were making excuses, oh, well, they didn't have Travis Kelsey, and oh, they didn't have Chris Jones, and and all the receivers were dropping balls. And so they come back week two, excuse me, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, a gutsy win, right? Gutsy win against the Jaguars. But they went ahead and bumped them all up to number two. I don't agree with that. I don't think they should be number two at all, especially not above the teams that we're about to see right here. Uh, third place in the rankings, they got the Philadelphia Eagles, who are still undefeated as well. That team right there should be over the Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry, not sorry. I get it. They're the defending Super Bowl champions. They get this type of love. But come on now. We're t- I mean, that was, that's the thing in the past. We're talking about this year right now. Then after two weeks, three for some, you mean to tell me the Chiefs are better than the, the than the Eagles? No, not seeing it. Eagles undefeated. DeAndre Swift had a remarkable performance uh, against the Vikings. That team is loaded again. Um, and it looks like the the, the Eagles are really just go, uh, starting where they left off last year, uh, with Jalen Hurts and that, and that that run game, and then you've got AJ Brown, Johnny Smith. These guys are they're going to be they're going to be a problem. The Bills are going to see them later later on, but needless to say, the Eagles are third place. They're ranked number three in the power rankings, and then you have at four you've got the Dallas Cowboys, undefeated as well. Who another team that I would put above the Kansas City Chiefs right now. But, you know, like I said, they're the Chiefs of the NFL's Golden Boys. And so they're gonna put them over not one but two. Really not two. We got we got one more who they got him over over as well. But the, the Dallas Cowboys sit at four in the NFL's power rankings right now. And and that team right now is doing very good. Uh defense is phenomenal, lights out. Man, leading the charge of that defense, you got Micah Parsons, who's just, I mean, that guy's just nasty, man. That guy is nasty. And then you got fifth, the Miami Dolphins, another undefeated team. The Dolphins sit 2-0 right now, uh, atop of the AFC East, mind you, as well. Would you put Kansas City Chiefs over the Miami Dolphins right now? Where would you put the Kansas City? I mean, do you think the Kansas City Chiefs de- de- uh, deserve to be higher than the the Miami Dolphins, who are ranked fifth right now? To me, I wouldn't. I mean, if we're just looking at if we're just looking at two weeks in, going into three weeks, I don't see how you can put the Chiefs over the Dolphins when you look at what the Dolphins. Have, I mean, the Dolphins have been looking very good, very good. You can say, oh well, you know, the Dolphins were healthy in Week One. I mean, you got to believe that if the Chiefs were healthy week one they would have beaten come on injuries happen to every team right you can't you, you can't you can't use that as an excuse right you can't I mean especially I mean you're Pat Mahomes dog I mean Pat Mahomes and, and Andy, Andy Reid you should be able to win no matter who, who you got right but anyway you get the Miami Dolphins at number five and then at number six I know how many of y'all are wondering well, where, where the Buffalo Bills at the Buffalo Bills come in at six in the NFL's power rankings and uh this is kind of about right. This is about right. So you've got the this is this is what's this, this is this this goes to show you the NFL's bias, right? So two teams, in the Buffalo Bills and the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, when only one had terrible performances in week one. Week two, they both had bounce back performances. But only one of those teams got the bump to number two in the NFL's power rankings. The other team is sixth. The quarterback of the team who's sixth just won AFC Player of the Week in the same week Pat Mahomes played against the Jags. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there's a little, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. There's a little unbiased bias going on right there. A little unbiased. bias. Yeah. I mean, it it is what it is. It is what it is. But I think this is kind of where the Buffalo Bills should be. Right here. Because for me, this is how I would rank the top five. I would rank it like this. I would keep the Niners at number one. I would toss up between the Eagles and the Cowboys, but I would go ahead and give the slight edge to the Eagles at number two. Then I would put the Cowboys at three, right? The Miami Dolphins at four. Miami Dolphins at four. And then then I would put the Bills at five and the Chiefs at six. Just by virtue of how they won their game, that's where I would put it. And really, it's—I mean, flipping the coin between five and six bills and chiefs, right? But that's where I would sit it right now. And so, and then you know, you, I mean, the, the to round up the top ten, they, they have they have the uh, the Baltimore Ravens at seven, Detroit Lions at eight, Jacksonville Jaguars at nine, and the New Orleans Saints, who are, are surprisingly undefeated right now, at ten. So that's where we see the NFL power rankings. Let me know what you guys think about that. Where would you rank? How would you rank the Bills in that top five? I mean, would you, would you put the Bills in the top five? Do you, do you think they're, they're above the Kansas City Chiefs? Do you think they're higher? Do you think the Bills deserve to be, you know, the top three? Top, where do you rank the Buffalo Bills? And uh, let's just say, I mean, in the top 10 in the NFL. What are your rankings? I just thought that was interesting when I took a look at it, and I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird, right? How in the world are the Kansas City Chiefs ranked I mean, second? It's almost like they were just waiting for for Pat Mahomes and, and the Chiefs to get on the winning ledger. They were just waiting for them so that way they can just bump them all the way up to the top. Now, that's not to mean – that's not to say that they won't be there at the end of the year, but right now, two weeks in, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Anyway, shout-out to you guys in the chat, man, joining me right now live smash that like hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so i appreciate it man we are already 30 minutes into the show i can't believe that time is flying fast and furious good to see everybody in here good to see some of our some of our regulars scott blakely in the house what's good baby um i see i see uh jeff king shout out to my man jeff king what's good baby it's good to see you as well kim betts in the house a lot of the regulars shout out to everybody. I really appreciate you guys tuning me, tuning in on a Saturday with your man Rev. And it's only going to get better this show. We've got a lot to talk about. But as we move on and as we proceed to give you what you need, it is time. It's time, y'all. We want to go I'm sorry, I don't know why I played that music. My bad. I didn't mean to play that. This is what I meant to play. This is my new transition. There it is. My new transition. Topic of change. My new transition to another topic. And I wanted to go ahead and jump right into the Bills Commanders Preview. Bills Commanders Preview. Yo, this is going to be an interesting game, man. Very interesting game as the Bills. Hope they brought their raincoats. The Bills go into FedEx Field to host the two and O Washington Commanders. And off the top, man, man uh I'm taking a look at, at Vegas odds. And so far, what we're seeing are well, the Bills are opening up as a six and a half point uh favorite so the bills are opening up as a as a six and a half point favorite in washington but what i don't like which is weird man because i don't know maybe maybe this changes between now and then excuse me but did you guys check out the the opening total right now Vegas odds right now, they have the over-under set at 45 and a half points. I think that's, I think that is crazy. I think that's crazy. And this was, let me see here how recent this was. I mean, this, this was last night. This was last updated last night. Just before 6 p.m. last night. I'm assuming this was Eastern time. They knew Ch- Tropical storm was coming into town. And they still decided to set the over-under at 45 and a half. That seems very high to me. You guys let me know what you think about that. I mean, are you taking the over or are you taking the under in that? Where are you guys at? 45 and a half seems like a lot. If, you know, under normal circumstances, I like, I like that. But if we're talking about a torrential downpour, right, torrential downpour in this game with wind, yo, you have to take the under, right? Right? I mean, I know Josh Allen is weatherproof, but, man, come on. Like, it's going to be some sloppy conditions, and I just don't see it. I just don't see 45 and a half. I really don't see it. So if I was a betting man, I would probably take the under in that one. Okay? I would definitely take the under, and I would yeah. Joey Hatch agrees, man. Under forty-five, under forty-five. That's 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 where I am right now. Now Ishmael comes in, yo. Ishmael asks the question. Ishmael's like, yo, Rev, are the Commanders a real threat? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because, uh, this is what we're going to talk about, man. Are the Commanders a real threat? I think that any team. Can win on any given Sunday, but when you look at the Washington Commanders right now, uh, you it, you cannot really overlook them because from a talent perspective, they have talent, right? I mean, they're two and zero for a reason. Say what you want about about who they played, but they're two and zero. Okay, the Bills are one and one. But when you just I mean, let me just look at the offense first of all, offense led by offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy who I think is a fantastic offensive coordinator and he's got these guys humming. Okay. That offense is going to go as far as their quarterback Sam Howell, is going to take him. All right. And so far, Sam Howell has been, has been, he's looked pretty good, right? He's, he's, he's efficient. He's efficient. Nothing really spectacular, but efficient. And that's really all you need him to do. When you look at their, their, their weapons, they have, Weapons on offense, man. You got it starts with Scary Terry, right? Terry McLaurin. And you got Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, right? Uh Logan Thomas. Um, uh, and then you've got that that running game, right? With uh Brian Robinson. So so they, they they have weapons on offense that can potentially, especially under certain circumstances, pose a threat to the Buffalo Bills hundred percent, hundred percent. But when we look at the injury report, and this is what, this is what, uh, um, it could be, I mean, you know, it could be something worth, I mean, worth looking into. The injury report uh, for the commanders, they're going to be without the tight end, Logan Thomas, in this game. He is designated already out due to a concussion. He did not participate all week. Was in concussion protocol. He has been listed as out for the game, so that's going to be a huge blow to that offense, who likes to utilize tight ends. Logan Thomas out. Advantage Bills, right? Um, their other wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, who was on the injury report all week with a hip injury, he participated two days out of the week from Wednesday and Thursday, full participant. Then Friday did not participate. Did not participate Friday's practice, but he is listed. Currently, right now, it's questionable. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I take that back because I do believe that they updated it this morning. Let me go to yeah. I'm sorry, the Washington Commanders. They they put it out this morning and they up they, they updated their injury report and they said that uh, safety Cam Curl and wide receiver Curtis Samuel have been upgraded to no designation and will be active this game. So that's that's. An advantage for the for the Commanders getting their wide receiver Curtis Samuel back in action. So now you've got you've got Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and Curtis Samuel all going to be active. That's going to be a challenge for the Bills because I mean you've got you got you got you got Trey White, um, and I think it's going to be a good matchup. I would I don't know if I, how much of a challenge it's going to be, and I don't mean to say it like in in and frame it in the way of saying like man the Bills oh man they better. I don't know if they're going to be able to to match up well with these guys. I don't mean to, I'm not trying to frame it in that way. Um, these three wide receivers, it's going to be a good matchup when you look at Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, and Curtis Samuel going up against the Bills' top three on uh, DBs and uh, Tradavius White, uh, Christian Benford, and Tron Johnson. Those three, that's going to be a key matchup of the game right there those three going up against their, their, their three wide receivers. So yeah, <laughs> it's uh it's a, it's a good three set of wide receivers. I mean, probably, I mean, I mean, you, you would be hard pressed to find, you know, a whole lot more offenses in the league who go that deep, right. Impose that kind of a threat. But at the end of the day, man, you know, I'm saying, ta- you know who I'm taking, you know, who I'm riding with. Right. Okay. Okay. But it is, but it's respect though. It's all respect. It's all respect, and so yeah, man. I mean, I mean, uh, but under this, under these current conditions, though, the weather conditions is what I think is gonna neutralize the game. If it's gonna be like the weather reports are 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 saying, I mean, you've got a tropical storm coming into town, and if there's a deluge of rain and wind, you have to believe that the passing game of both teams will be impacted to some degree. Which then which then means you're gonna have to play a physical brand of football. You're gonna have to play a physical brand of football in order to come out with a dub. Both teams, right? Both teams are gonna have to play a physical brand of football and probably lean heavily on their running game. Who do you take in that? I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna to be tough and a challenge in that respect, just because of the weather factor. Right, just because of the weather factor. So, uh, yeah, this is gonna be a good matchup. This is definitely gonna be a good matchup. And uh, I'm going through the comments right now. And I'm and I'm looking at, uh, yeah. So so Joy comes in. He says, "Yo, the Commanders' secondary gives up a lot of yards." Yes, they do. The Commanders' secondary is is. They're not that good, right? Comparatively speaking, but again, it it all goes back to the weather, man. Like, like that, like that's that's an underlying component to this game. How's the weather going to hold? Is the weather going to hold up? Is the weather going to be conducive for 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 Josh Allen and the Bills to really attack the weakness of the Washington Commanders, which is their secondary? If not. I mean, you have to you have to, you have to assume that, that, uh, that Ken Dorsey is going to test it and try to see just if Josh Allen's going to be able to do it. And that's probably going to be like a, like a pregame thing, right? I mean, they're going to ha- they already have the game plan, but they're probably going to have like, like a backup game plan too. Josh, hey, go out there, man, and see what it's like pregame. You know what I'm saying? Um, are you going to be able to hold to the ball? Is it, is, is it too much rain, too much wind, whatever, you know, Hey, if it's, if it's, if it's crazy. All right, let's just go to backup plan. Let's go to plan B. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of see it. I kind of see it in that, in that regard, but if the weather holds up, then yeah, I think Josh Allen, the offense is going to dice them up. All right. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be interesting. I see a lot of y'all already are already jumping into the key matches of the game. We're going to talk about that here shortly. Uh, but I'm loving it already. So go ahead and drop them in the chat and and get that going, right now. Go ahead and get that going uh, as we get ready to talk about these key matchups in this game. I'm reading through some of you guys' chats. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to determine. You guys, let me know. Uh, you guys, let me know here real quickly. Is there anybody? As we look at this matchup right here on the Buffalo Bills, coming off of this 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 uh, this redemption game against the Raiders. You're right. everybody kind of flying high, you know, and 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 glad that the Bills are kind of back back at it again. Is there anybody on the Buffalo Bills that you think needs to do? Put up, shut up. It's Mike and my- Is there anybody on the Buffalo Bills that you think need to put up or shut up in this game? Who has been kind of silent so far two weeks in? That really needs to do something this week. And it may not have been, and it really may not be that they haven't done much or done, it's just like maybe maybe you want to see more out of them. You know what I mean? Maybe it's you, you just you just like, okay. I need to see more out of you this week. It's not that you haven't really done a whole lot, but I just need to see more. Who on the Buffalo Bills roster right now need to put up a shut up? Let me know. Um, uh, drop that in the chat, right now. I've got a player that I really need to see some more out of. Okay, and. I don't necessarily know if it's his fault. I wonder if you guys know who I'm going with. I don't know if it's really his fault. It could be a fact that he's just not being used enough. And for me, let me go ahead and put this. What I want to do is I'm going to type it into a, I'm going to create a banner because I want you guys to see who I'm talking about here. Put your put your candidates in the chat, but for me right now, it's Deontay Hardy. It really is, um, and that's for no. It's not like for me like like I'm, like I think he's he's a bad player. I just for one I actually think that he's not being utilized a whole lot. And maybe Ken Dorsey is, is kind of slow playing it. Maybe Dorsey is just like trying to ease him into the game plan. And or maybe it, it has a lot to do with the fact that Dalton Kincaid is that guy right now who's taking a lot of the slot reps and is a guy that they're leaning heavily upon. You know, this rookie guy who comes in and 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 they they decide, you know what, he's gonna be the guy who's gonna really take a lot of the the vacated slot reps from Cole Beasley. I'm not too sure, but, I mean, they brought in Deontay Hardy this offseason, and uh, they liked what they saw out of him. And I, it's just hard its just hard for me to imagine that this is, what they, this is what they expect for the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it feels like they, they should get more out of him. And, again, when you look at him, I mean, so far this year, I mean, five receptions, 13 yards. Five receptions, 13 yards. He's averaging two and a half yards per reception with no touchdowns in two games. Like, this is the guy they paid, you know, in free agency. And, and again, I don't think it's him when you look at the reception. I mean, five receptions. He's just not being used in this offense right now. You know what I'm saying? He really isn't. And, and uh, I I think it I think a lot of it has to do with with the fact that Dalton Kincaid is really, I mean when they when they tried out that twelve personnel package with 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 uh, with with Dawson Knox and Deontay Hardy they I mean De- Deontay Hardy Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid they really like what they see in in Dalton Kincaid, and they're not really willing to mix it up a whole lot. Maybe that changes as the season progresses and they get into different matchups and. Defenses play him differently. Maybe we see a switch up. Um, I hope that Ken Dorsey doesn't get too comfortable, right? And he, and and he keeps it kind of, you know, he keeps it a mixed bag. He keeps defenses guessing. But you know, you have to find a way to get you have to find a way to get a guy as dynamic as, as, as Hardy involved in the game plan. And, and 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 Sal agrees with me. He says, yo, Hardy has to be in the game plan. Right? You have to get this guy involved. You have to because he's dynamic and he's a speed threat, right? He 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 provides that element to the game that that Dalton Kincaid does not have. I mean, Dalton. I mean, and again, this is no shade on on Dalton, but he doesn't have the speed component compared to 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 Hardy. So when you want to blow the top off, you go with Dalton. I mean, you go you you got to go to Hardy. But maybe and as I'm talking, you know, about it. Maybe that's the reason. It's because they haven't really taken those, those shots deep yet, right? And teams have been playing that cover two shell, so their so their idea right now is let's just dink and dunk down the field, take what the defense gives us, and that and that really leads into, you know, the underneath game with Kincaid, right? Until de-
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
1: we may have to come out of the shell a little bit and play them a little tighter, you know, across the line of scrimmage, especially because their running game is, get, is, 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 is very effective. And so maybe if defenses start to creep up and you start to see some of those eight men in the boxes, you know what I'm saying? Then you try out Deontay Hardy and you take the top off. I don't know, but I, you know, maybe that's the plan, but I just figure like, yo, two weeks in five receptions, 13 yards. That's not, that, that's not enough. I don't even, I mean, I don't care if you just give a guy like an end around or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, use him as a, as more of a gadget. Mix it up a little bit. I just thought that that's kind of interesting. When I looked at the numbers, I like, yo, man, Hardy is really not doing much of nothing, but I don't think it's his fault. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. And, uh, like, yo, know, the green light, yo, yo, the green light channel comes in and says, yo, it's so many targets, so few balls. And I get that, man. Like, like, and and this is, this is like the pros and cons of, of having a lot of weapons, there's only one ball to go around, and you know the majority of the targets are going to Stephon Diggs, and then you've got, and then you got Gabe Davis, then you've got Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, and then the rest of the receivers like Deontay Hardy or Trent Sherfield. I mean, they're just they're just getting scraps, right? And then you have to factor in James the the receptions that and the targets that James Cook is getting out of the backfield too. So, yeah. Certain certain guys are just not going to be able to eat. There's only one football to go around, so I, I agree with you on that. I just hope that they decide to utilize them a little bit more. I keep defenses on. Right, is there anybody else on the Bills who you think need to put up or shut up? Anybody else that's like, man, yo, this guy has been very quiet. I need to see more out of him. I need to see more out of him. Let me take this time right now. I want to. I want to go ahead and, and scroll through the chat, and see if I see anybody right now. Um. Jeff King comes in. He says, Yo, Ep- Epinesa. AJ Epinesa. Yeah. You got it, you got you, you, you need to see AJ Epinesa. I agree. I want to see more out of a. uh out of out of AJ. I mean, but I don't know how much we're gonna be able to see out of him because he's he's in this rotational role behind Greg Rousseau and Leonard Floyd. Speaking of which, I, I forgot to go back and, and take a look at the Bills injury report. So let's let's just go back and take a look at that real quickly, real quick. Uh, because you don't, you do, you do know that that uh, that Leonard Floyd was dealing with an injury coming off of last week's game, and so he made the injury report throughout the entire week, dealing with a, with a with an ankle injury. But look at this! Look at this injury report for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, shout out to the training staff and the medical staff because if you're anything like me, when I saw that initial report. Early this week, I was like, yo, man, are you kidding me? I try to pump the brakes because I'm like, yo, it's early in the week, but daggum, like, like, like that early report, <laughs> yo, it was crazy because, you know, coming off of last week, I mean, we only had one guy on the injury report, and that was Mitch Morris, oh, or, 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 or was it, no, 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 or was it uh, Micah Hyde? Anyway, we only had like one guy, but then as soon as the game was over with, boom, we got a hit. Yeah, Terrell Bernard, Spencer Brown, James Cook, Leonard Floyd, Micah. I mean, you did the, the, the the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And we had all these guys who didn't participate in practice early. Leonard Floyd with an ankle injury. Micah High with a hamstring injury. Dawson is dealing with a back injury. He was out two practices, didn't participate Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Jordan Fields with the veteran arrest day. Uh, and same goes with what's your name is White. So we're like, oh my gosh, man, please tell me that the injury bug is not going to hit the fields already. But as a week progressed, You started to see some of those DMPs turn into limiteds and then ultimately full participants by Friday, man, I don't know what they got going on right now at one bills drive, but yo, give some roses to the Buffalo bills, training staff and the medical staff and the players as well for doing what they have to do to get back in, you know, in tip top shape. But we're looking at the Friday injury report. And right now you've got full participants from all of these players. I mean. Trevor Bernard, full participant. Spencer Brown, dealing with the shoulder. Limited Thursday, full participant on Friday. James Cook, you know, was out because of personal reasons and, and uh, Stephon Diggs made mention of it. He said that, you know, he was he was uh, welcoming a new addition to the family, uh, you know, a, a new baby. So shout out to James Cook, being a new father. Uh, Leonard Floyd, full participant on Friday. Micah Hyde, full participant on Friday. Dawson Knox, full participant. I didn't think Dawson Knox was gonna make it. I really didn't. Now, obviously the game status is still up in the air. We don't know. But if you if you practice on Friday, you know, and probably unless there is a, a setback between now and then, you're, they're probably gonna play, right? But Dawson, after that back injury, he kind of has a history of that, right? So the fact that he was able to participate fully Friday, I think Dawson was like, "Yo, I am." Not, I think he smelled Dawson Kincaid behind himself and was, <laughs> was like, "Yo," <laughs> he was like, "Yo, I ain't finna. I'm. I'm not finna. I'm not finna give my spot up to the rook." You know what I'm saying? Like he got he got healthy real quick. <laughs> Maybe he's he's all he's all he's all Kincaid creeping. You know what I'm saying? Like tight end one is like, no, nah, 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 player. I ain't having it. Because you gotta believe that it was about to be the Dalton Kincaid show if, if Dawson Knox, you know, was not if he didn't participate in Friday's uh practice. And so anyway, so yeah, Kincaid, let me, let me let me pull that back up. So anyway, you got you got Dawson Knox, he made a full participant uh, uh he practiced Fully Friday, as did Jordan Phillips because uh, he was out uh, with an illness, and then Trey White did not participate. Uh, veteran rest day. So, yo, again, shout out to the Bills medical staff, training staff, and the players for getting themselves right. That is crazy. I don't. I can't remember that happening. I really can't. That's that was nuts, man. Because I was like, yo, I don't know about this one, man. It could be iffy. It could be iffy, but uh, they're back healthy, and so we're looking at we're looking at possibly you know a fully healthy Buffalo Bills team. And uh, going back to my previous point, which is why I decided to go back in and, and uh and pull up the injury report. But it was about AJ Vanessa, but yeah, yeah. Vanessa was going to be there, and he's going to be playing a lot, a lot of snaps. He and Greg were so. But Leonard Floyd looks to be back on the field in um, this game. So we'll see how Epinus affairs. But I definitely would like to see more out of him, man. Uh, that being said, that being said, we are just under one hour into the show and we are about to land this thing. We're getting very close. We're getting very close because we're going to have a couple of my. Fan favorite segments coming up on my mama, ladies and gentlemen, coming up very shortly. Matter of fact, just after the break, let's take this time right now to go back and, and uh, let's just let's, let's matter of fact, let's get a word from our sponsors um, and we'll be right back with all my mama, my picks of the game, score predictions and all that. Don't go anywhere. Let's keep
0: it popping. We'll be right back. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit UnderdogFantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Look. Are you a business a individual who owes a little tax? Yeah. To the IRS, business master has your back. They do we'll sort your issue so you can go and live your life? Jumping out with has experience in
1: me right by your side. Give yeah. the business master a call if you owe taxes to the IRS. 8877 364 1444 Welcome back, Buffalo Fanatics. It's your man, Rev. Smash that like, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. Go to supportbf.com and follow us on every single social media platform that we have if you want to keep it locked with the Buffalo Bills and the Fanatics. Let's keep it popping, baby. As I said before, and I'll say it again, I really appreciate y'all. I appreciate everybody, man, who's been tuning in and rocking with you, man. Shout out to everybody who's watching live right now in the stream. The chat, what's going on, baby? Uh, To everybody who's watching the replay, to those who listen to this via podcast, shout out to you Oh, right now. Yo, my man, Nomni, yo, yo, y'all got (laughs) Yo, so Nomni comes in, he's like, yo, yo, Rev, you now doing jingles, big fella? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, yo, I had to hook it up for my sponsors, baby. I had to hook it up, man. I had to hook it up. Yo, but if you owe taxes to the IRS, hit up. Hit up, my man, the business master. Hit him up, baby. Hit him up. But anyway, yo, moving on, man. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. Uh, hey, you know what? I, wa- I wanted to. Uh... No, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Let me scroll through here real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. I'm, try- I'm trying to find my stuff. I'm trying to find my stuff. Because we've got. I hope you guys are ready for this one, man. I hope you guys are ready. Because this is the moment when it's all about you. It, is, it's, it, ain't, really, it ain't really all about me. This is the fan segment of the day, man. The fan segment of the show where I want to hear from you all. And y'all already know what what time it is, baby. You already know what time it is. You don't even need me to say anything about it. You know what it is. Let's get ready for it. On my mama. I put that on my mama. On my mama, baby. On my mama. This is the time where you all drop those hot takes. I'm talking about so hot, you you put it on your mama. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think is about to happen with these Buffalo Bills as they go in to FedEx Field against the Washington Commanders tomorrow, 1 p.m. kickoff? Give me all my mama takes. To drop them. Right now in the chat. Oh, my, my mama, baby. Oh, my mama. I want to hear from y'all. I want to hear from y'all. And we're going to do this uh, probably throughout the remainder of the show. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be going through the chat to check out y'all's all my mama takes. And then I'm going to hit you with my on my mama take, man. On my mama take. Let me see here. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Here we go. Kim Betts starts us off. Kim Betts starts us off. And Kim Betts says, Yo, on my mama. Cook has 200 yards rushing. Oh, my. Hey, that's on her mama, baby. Kim Betts with a fire on my mama Take James Cook with 200 yards rushing. Let's keep it popping. Polly 233 comes in and says, Yo, on my mama. Can Poor make an impact play this weekend? Well, Pauly, I don't think you mean to ask the question. I think you mean to make a statement that oh my mama, Poiri will make a statement and we'll make an impact play this weekend. That's how you should have worded it, Polly, And that's how I'm taking it. Oh my mama, Polly says, Poirot will make an impact play this weekend. Let me see here. The Green Light Channel. Says, on my mama, it's a touchdown from Kincaid. Kincaid getting a touchdown. I like it. Oh, Namdi comes in. Namdi says, yo, on my mama, the Washington Commanders are going to have zero sacks this game. Zero sacks this game. And that is going to be, yo, if that happens, that is a remarkable feat because, in case you didn't know, the Washington Commanders are coming into this game right now, tied in the NFL. First place for the Dallas Cowboys in sacks. After two weeks, both the Cowboys and the Commanders lead the NFL with 10 sacks. That defensive line right now ain't no joke. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen. First round draft picks across the entire D line. Lead the lead in sacks. If the Buffalo Bills can, can make sure that they get that, make sure they don't, they don't touch Josh. Zero sacks, fire on my mama Take Namdi, Appreciate that. Yo, Josh comes in. Josh Urich comes in and says, yo, Diggs has two. Hold on a second. I think he meant to say two touchdowns. Diggs with two touchdowns and 150 yards. Dude, that's going to be crazy. I'm all over that, baby. Diggs with 150 yards and two touchdowns. I'm loving it, Josh Urich. Yeah, there, yeah. Okay. He came in and fixed it. Yeah, that's right. Joey. Joey Hat says, "Yo, ref, on my mama, the Buffalo Bills shut down Robinson. They have four interceptions, one for a pick six, and Rousseau gets a strip sack, fumble. On oh, my mama, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Shut down Robinson." Oh yo yo yo! We're gonna talk about it because when it comes to the keys of the game, that's gonna be one key to the game. Just throwing that out there right now. But I love it. So now, I think it's time. Josh Urich asked, yo, did Rev predict the score last week? I don't, yo, I don't think I predict. No, I didn't predict. I didn't. I got close. I got close. So the Bills won 30, I think I think my I think my final score last week was um I think it was 30 I think it was 30 was it 33 17 or something like that. I don't know. Y'all go back and check. It was close. It was close. We'll see if I get if I nail it this week. So for me, let me see here. All my mama for me, baby. All my mama. The Buffalo Bills probably going into a crazy weather game right now. Crazy weather game. <laughs> Torrential downpour facing not only the Washington Commanders, but Tropical Storm Ophelia, or Ophelia. Is that her name? Ophelia? Ophelia. My bad, I got your name wrong. Tropical Storm Ophelia. The Buffalo Bills on my mama. Josh Allen still manages to dice up the Washington Commanders. He throws for four touchdown passes, 275 yards passing on the game, no interceptions, and a rushing touchdown as well on my mama. <laughs> now that i think about it, Yo <laughs> I'm gonna to have to change my score predictions because what did what, did I just say did I just say four touchdowns? Or did I say three? Y'all, y'all, y'all go back and run the tape back. Did I say four touchdowns or three touchdowns from Josh Allen? Run that back. Run that back. So I think I said four. Joey Had said Yo, he said four. Golly, man. Four touchdown passes. All right. All right, bro. <laughs> yo, hey, man, yo, I got caught up, man. I got caught up now. I'm sorry, man. I got caught up, bro. Yo, bro, how can you predict five touchdowns with Josh Allen in under 45? You're right, dog. You're right. You're right. Hey, hey I'm not one to really go back on my stuff. But I gotta go back because that don't make that that didn't make a that did make a lick of sense, y'all. That didn't make didn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> you see how easy I get caught up, man. I get, yo, hey, all right. So so let me run that back, okay? Let me run that back. I'll tell you right up here. If I go clip this one, all right, let me run this back. On my mama, on my mama. Yeah, here we go. On <laughs> my mama. This. This is going to be the James Cook game for the Buffalo Bills. The James Cook show, a.k.a. the chef, trademarked. Not, I'm just kidding. James Cook is going to lead the Buffalo Bills to victory. Not only is James Cook going to do it, but the Bills running game in general is going to lead the Bills game to victory. On the ground, sloppy weather conditions. You think the Bills are, 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 are divas and and they can't really get physical with it. The Buffalo Bills about to show y'all something different. That run game is going to be something different tomorrow, and you're gonna find out. As each of the Bills' running backs—James Cook, Deontay—I mean not Deontay—Damian Harris and Latavius Murray—each will have one touchdown, one rushing touchdown each. James Cook is going to have one rushing touchdown, and the Buffalo Bills. Run game. I'm gonna say, look out for a buck fifty on the ground altogether. Altogether from the Bills' run game, and three rushing touchdowns collectively. And that's telling my mama, baby. I feel a lot better with that one. I feel a lot better with that one. Okay, yeah. I can, I can, I can live with that one. Nami, how do you feel? How do you feel about that one? How do you feel about that one? Let me know. Bada Bing Crosby, he comes out, yo, he says, yo, man, I don't know what y'all talking about, forget, forget Tropical Storm Ophelia, it's the 40 burger Oh my mama, baby, all right, bada Bing, now watch that happen, the week I decide not to go for a 40 burger is the week that the Buffalo Bills are gonna do it, in the middle of a tropical storm, wouldn't that be something, wouldn't that be something? Oh, man, that's crazy. Now I just, all right, I appreciate it. Now I just say, y'all, it makes more sense. It does make more sense. I had to think about that, y'all. I, I said, y'all, I get caught up, man. And I, at that moment, I got caught up, and I was like, yo, wait a minute. What did I just say? Y'all heard me as soon as I said, I said yo, wait, did I say Josh had four touchdowns? Four. I said Josh, Josh thrown for four, and then rushing for one. Man, y'all, I just, it just sometimes it just comes off the tongue before I even think about it. And I had to reel that thing back on in because it didn't make no sense. But anyway, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Three rushing touchdowns. Yo, so now he says, yo, I say three rushing touchdowns, but with Josh Allen. Ooh. That could be it though. That could be it. I'm loving it though. I'm loving it. I think this is gonna be the ground attack. This is gonna be this is going to be the game where the Buffalo Bills serve notice to the rest of the National Football League that we got a run game. This is what I'm thinking. Like, and, and if, if, if there's a game, game to do what you do with this game, going up against that defensive front and these weather conditions that could be, you know, not so favorable for the packing. game, if they're able to sustain a ground attack and that ground attack leads these Bills to a victory, man, oh, man, what the rest of the league going to say? What the, what's the rest of the league going to say about that, huh? What are they going to say? What are they going to say? They can't really say nothing. But you know who else, but but you know who can say something? That's my man, Jordan Poyer, because now is the time, baby, for the keys. Big Dubs! Big Dubs! Keys to Big Dubs. Keys to Big Dubs. What is it going to take for the Buffalo Bills To earn a victory. What is he gonna say? You guys drop that in the chat. I was reading earlier and I close it out because I wanted to see what the commanders were talking about. I wanted to I was I was reading, I had an article, and I was taking a look at some of the the keys to victory that the Washington Commanders Um, reporters were listening because I want to, I want to, I want to listen at it from their perspective. I want to see what they think the commanders need to do. Here it is. So let me just kind of highlight what they said. Okay. So this is on the Washington commanders uh, website, commanders.com. So this is what they're saying. Three keys to the commanders taking down the bills. All right. Number one, number one for them, they're saying limit Josh Allen's opportunities to escape the pocket. Okay. Um, They're saying, yo, although Allen, who has nine carries for 43 yards, is certainly capable of hurting defenses with his legs. He's at his most potent when he's scrambling around behind the line of scrimmage to find receivers downfield for explosive plays. The commanders have firsthand experience in how much of a problem that can be as Allen threw for 358 yards and four touchdowns during their last matchup at 21. So for them, limiting Josh Allen's opportunities to escape the pocket. Now, they may have some help with that due to the weather conditions. But that's their key number one, limiting Allen's opportunities to escape the pocket. But they and they had the pass rusher do it right, and the defense defensive line to do it. And so we'll see if it happens. I like that one. Uh, number two, they said, "Yo, give Sam Howell time to throw. Give their quarterback Sam Howell time to throw." They say that they, they say that the commanders, the commanders have had have had a tough time keeping Sam Howell clean so far this season. Um, some of it's on the offensive line. Some of it is a result of other factors. Um, they're saying that the Broncos learned that after the forced fumble by Jamin Jam, Jam Davis in the second quarter. Yeah, let me see here. Uh, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm really just kind of breezing through it and glancing through it. So for them, they're trying to keep Sam Howell clean and give him time in the pocket. I don't know if that's going to be the case because the Buffalo Bills have a pass rush that can get to the quarterback. Although, when you look at the Bills' pass rush, um, in terms of sacks, they're nowhere near. The league lead in sacks, right? I mean, they're, they're they're nowhere near ten like the Commanders are, but they have the ability to get to 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 put pressure on the quarterback, right? And uh, when you have a young quarterback in Sam Howell, you've got to believe that Sean McDermott is going to dial up some 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 pressures to get this guy off of, off of off of his you know out of his comfort zone. They're not going to just sit there and let him scan the field and 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 try to pick apart the Buffalo Bills secondary with scary Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dodson and uh Curtis Samuel. They're gonna get they're gonna go after him. They're gonna go after him. And the third key of the game is to lean on Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. So they're trying to lean on the ground game. Now, I don't know how successful that's gonna be, but I mean you have to you have to imagine that in these weather conditions, it is going to really be up to both teams run game. So I like, I, li- I like what the commanders are, are, are looking at here, uh, leaning on the ground game, making sure that they have, they're giving uh, Sam Howell time in the pocket and then limiting Allen's opportunities to escape the pocket. I think that's commendable. Um, how much of it can, can happen? I don't know. I really don't. But the weather is certainly going to play a factor into it. For me, the key of the game for Buffalo Bills, it always starts up front. It's always going to start up front. And it's in the trenches. It's in the trenches. I need the offensive line to really show out this game. They've been doing pretty good so far, keeping Josh Allen, you know, pretty clean to a degree, right? Um, Allen kind of runs. He, he, you know, I mean, gosh, man, I mean, the guy scrambles around and he's holding the ball and he's making, he's trying to hold on to the ball as long as he can. And so, like the plays, the plays, like the, like the, like these, the offensive line. To no fault of their own, man, like they're having to pass protect for a long time when they got Josh Allen back there behind. Probably more so than any other team. I'm, I'm curious to know what the, what the numbers are. So some of these sacks, they're really, I wouldn't really blame on, on, on the offensive line. But they're going to have a task against, going against this vaunted pass rush that, like I mentioned earlier, is tied for first place in the National Football League in sacks with 10 sacks, you know, with the Dallas Cowboys. So they're going to have their hands full. They're going to have their hands full. Spencer Brown is gonna need to have another remarkable game like he had against Max Crosby, right? They're going against whoever they put on that side of the, of, of, of the, of the field, whether, they, whether it's Chase Young or, or or Montez Sweat. I need Spencer Brown to really keep that, like the fact that he proved that he could do it, last, which really shocked me because I didn't think that Spencer Brown could do it. Last week I was on record to say, I don't think Spencer Brown has the ability to really do it. I would have put him on my put up or shut up list, but I didn't think he had the ability to put up. He shut me up last week. He did it. Remarkable shout out to Spencer Brown. He did it. So now that he can show that now that he's shown that he can do it, now I expect him to do it from now on. Right. And so uh going up against shit that likes to Chase Young or Montez Sweat, that's not going to be easy. I need to see the Bills do it. The offensive line are going to have to be able to keep Josh Allen clean. Much like much like we just read for the for the for the commanders. They're going to have they're, they're going to have to keep. Sam Howell clean. The Bills are going to have to keep Josh Allen clean against this defensive line. Secondly, for me, I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball. And when I look at the defensive side of the ball, I'm looking at the defensive line, really the the, the defense in general, stopping the run. Stopping the run. The Bills have done a good job so far stopping the run. We saw what happened week one, but then they came back and bounced back week two. Man, did they ever bounce back in week two, limiting Josh Jacobs to negative yardage? Negative yardage on the game. Now, are they going to be able to do that? Is it, is it, is it, uh, can we really, is it reasonable to expect them to do that again this week? No, I I don't think it's reasonable to expect them to to limit, uh, Antonio Gibson and, and Brian Robinson to negative yardage. Okay. But, they're going to have to stop these guys, especially in these conditions. If it's going to be as bad as they're predicting, they need, to, they need to stop it. And specifically, not just stopping the run, but here's, but here's, and I'll take it a step further, it's tackling. Tackling for the defense. Key to the game, tackling. The Bills have, have, have shown, you know, uh, I wouldn't say an inability, but they've been, they've been kind of meh when it comes to tackling at times. Well, when you got two running backs, like, like, like the commanders have, and then you throw on top of it, you got the wet conditions. Yo, I need the tackling to be on a plus plus game, a plus plus game, right? Footing is going to be bad already. You cannot have whiffed and missed tackles this game. You can't have it. So for me, I'm looking at the offensive line of the Buffalo Bills being able to keep Josh Allen clean against that pass rush, and then number two, I'm looking at the defense in tackling, tackle, tackle, tackle. If they can do that, those two, I think the Bills are going to be good, right? Because I don't know if if like Sam Howell doesn't really put a whole lot of concern to me. I'm not really concerned about Sam Howell at the end of the game. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a quarterback league, right? It's a quarterback league, and, and, and unless you have a dynamic one or a freaking remarkable system in place, like you see in, in, in San Francisco with Brock Purdy and the Niners, uh, it's all eventually it's going to come down to, can your quarterback make a play against other elite quarterbacks? And when you have Josh Allen on the other end of the ball, I don't know if Sam Howell is going to be able to do it. I don't know. Not saying that he can't. I'm just saying I don't know if he can. Game on the line, Sam. Howell, can you put it? Can you put the game in the bag? I don't think he can. That's why I'm going with my man Josh, all day, every day. Okay. Um. Let me see another key to the game. For me, I'm and I, and I like to I like to I like to throw out at least three. So we got the offensive line. We got tackling. Um, I would say more of what we saw last week in the past game, but really just the offense in general. More of that. Let's build upon what we saw last game. Very efficient offense, right? Uh, Very efficient. Josh Allen didn't really have, a like, the high numbers in terms of passing yardage, just under 300 yards. It's kind of crazy because now we're, we're, like, we've come to the point where we expect Josh to throw for over 300 yards every game. It didn't happen last week, but it was very, very good. Very, very good. I need to see just that level of efficiency in the offense. Whether it's in the pass game or just a combination of the pass and the run game, I want to see them build upon that. Don't get comfortable and think that you don't really have to do much else. No, build upon that. Let's keep this momentum going into our week four matchup, right? We don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but you know who's lurking, right? We know who's lurking. And that's currently the undefeated Miami Dolphins. So we want to build up as much momentum as we can going into that game. I know this is, you know, an out-of-conference game. But, man, hey, every win and every loss adds up, especially when the goal is to win the East and you've got the Miami Dolphins who are currently first place right now. So keep Josh Allen upright. Tackle, tackle, tackle. Build upon what you did last game in the offense by just keeping the chains moving. Josh, don't get too, don't get greedy, man. Just take what the defense gives you in these conditions. And the Bills should cruise to victory. Cruise to victory. Going back to, going back to let's uh, the odds right here. I mean, the Bills are six and a half point favorites. I, to me, I'm taking it over on that. Man. I, I think, we, when you look at the Bills, I mean, how many games has it been when the Bills win like they they win for they win by more than 8 points? I guess it's been a lot. So, I'm taking the over in this game. I'm thinking the Bills are going to win. If 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 they do that, I think the Bills win by two score even in these conditions. Let me know what you think. Now I want to take some time right now and go through the comments. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to see what you all are saying in regards to the keys to the game for the Buffalo Bills. Let me see here. Um, let me see here. I'm seeing some, some, uh, some comments about Jordan Poirier and Micah Hyde. Mm, okay. So John Bartone comes in and says, yo, Hyde and Poe need to do something to earn the right to play there. Doing nothing this year so far. Well, I don't know, I don't know about doing nothing. I mean, you remove them two from the from the defense. Their absence will be felt rem- uh, markedly, right? Sometimes certain players, I mean, they're not going to be felt in the stat line. Now, granted, <clears throat> excuse me, granted, these guys, I mean, they're older, and so I don't know how much you can really expect. But um, I like my chances. Anytime Jordan Poirier and Mike Hyder in the game, I love my chances because they are they they are still very good. Safeties in the National Football League. And um, I love I love what they bring to the secondary. They really round out the secondary. John goes in again. He says, yo, ball out has to be has to, the ball has to come out quick. I like that. I like that. Much like it, much like last week, right? Which is why I said they need to build upon last week's offense. Get the ball out quick. Do not have Josh Allen sitting in that pocket. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna be pretty. <laughs> Don't do it. This team, 10 sacks in two in two games. Are you kidding? Ten sacks in two games. Are you kidding me? Don't don't do it. Don't have Josh Allen sit back in the pocket and is, you know, bidding his time trying to find somebody deep. Don't do it, man. It'll be a long game. All right. It'll be a long game. Okay. So now as we are about to wrap up the show, you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen? It is. Score prediction time. Score prediction time. It is score prediction time, ladies and gentlemen. We have reached that time of the show. What are your score predictions? Drop that in the chat right now. How are you feeling? Vegas says Bill's six-and-a-half point favorites. Are you taking it over or the under on that one? Do you think it's a close game, even in these conditions? Do you think the Bills stretch that 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 lead out? Are you are you like me where you think the Bills are going to win by by two score? I'm, I'm I'm thinking at least eight to ten point victory. What do you think? What do you think? Drop it right now in the chat. Here we go, baby. Here we go. I agree, Juan Castillo. Juan says, yo. Yeah. We're top five in all passing defenses categories. Our safety play has been just fine. I agree, man. We'll be okay. We will be okay. Kim Betts comes in, she leads us off. Score prediction, she says, uh uh-oh, where did it go? There it is, Kim Betts, 27-17. Kim, I really like that score. Kim says 27-17. I'm liking it. What else we got? The bill I am comes in, 41-13 bills. Oh my gosh, 40-burger in the middle. Of Tropical Storm Ophelia. Golly, baby. Tropical Storm Ophelia ain't got nothing on Josh Allen. These bills, baby. They're putting up a 40 burger, says Bill I am. The Green Light channel says 3316 Bills. Come on, baby. You already know it. John Ulrich says, yo, tied going in the fourth quarter, but we win by 10 Bills, 30. Commanders, 20. Yo. If there is one way to keep the Bills' anxiety level high, it is by having the game tied into the fourth quarter. Please, let's not not let that happen, okay? Let's not let that happen. Joey Hatch comes in and says, yo, 34-24, Buffalo. I like it. I like it. Juan Castillo, here we go. It's another 40-burger signing. Juan Castillo says, 42-16, Bills. 42-16, Bills. And go to supportbf.com, baby. Man, 40 burgers, dude. Ima- imagine that happens. Can you imagine? Golly. Wow. Can you imagine? I'm sorry. I'm over here checking out the, the OU, Cincy game. OU up 10-3. Just before halftime, 10-3. Looks like Cincy has a ball right now. Anyway, let's go. Oh, man, yo, y'all are really feeling it. Y'all, so look, do do this for me. Since y'all are feeling it, just go ahead and drop, just go ahead and drop burger emojis all in the chat. Because you guys apparently feel like, like this is gonna be a huge gang for the Bills, and they're gonna be just dropping these 40 burgers. I'm seeing 40 burgers all over the place. Paulie comes in with another one. Paulie, two, three, three comes in. Yo, forty-four, seventeen 17 pills. Forty-four, seventeen 17 pills. And Jimmy Q says, yo, it ain't even gonna be more, it's more, more than a 40 burger, baby. It's 99-0. Zero. Zero. It's gonna be it's like that, Jimmy. Is it like that? Golly. Golly, man. Craziness. I love it though, man. I love it. Yo, Mark comes in and says, yo, 2117, unfortunately, Bills lose. What? <laughs> Hold on. Timeout. Flag on the play. Mark says the Bills are gonna lose 2117. Chat. If y'all agree with Mark, thumbs up. If y'all don't, Thumbs down. Man, the Bills lose to the Commanders at FedEx Field twenty-one seventeen. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Oh, okay, okay here's, a, here's a weather update. Yo, Green Light Channel comes and says, yo, I live in Virginia Beach. It's clearing up. Think we will be fine with the weather. If we're fine with the weather, then it makes sense, I guess, why Vegas has it, has it at uh, 45 and a half. So we'll see. It's going to be something to, to look out for between now and then. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, let me see here. I'm going through the chat. I'm going through the chat. <laughs> James Morgan. I'm sorry, Mark. Yo, James says, yo, boot him. <laughs> we not boot nobody. We not boot nobody. But, yo, there's, there's definitely some, some thumbs down, my man, about that prediction. Nomni comes in and says, yo, 27-21. Put some respect on that D-line, baby. Uh-huh. Put some respect on it. James Moran says, yo, 4210 Bills. Another 40 burger. Yo, Rich G, yo. He says, yo, I'm yo, give me some burger with some fries, pizza, hot dog. Yo, sounds like sounds like somebody's hungry. Sounds like somebody's hungry. And maybe it's the Bills are hungry for. It. Dub. Big dub tomorrow in FedEx Field against the Commanders. They're gonna win big. They're going to win big, baby. They are going to win big. Josh Ulrich, no way. 2020 tied. Okay. We'll see, man. 2020 tied into the fourth quarter. It's not going to be a tie. It's just not going to We're just not going to have it. Rich G comes in and says, yo, 35 13 Buffalo. 35 13 Buffalo. Yo, hold on. Pause. I just realized something. This whole time I'm doing score predictions. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Your man been doing score predictions without my music in the background dog. I've been doing this with no music in the background. Oh man, and I went through a whole lot, but y'all know I gotta play some music in the background. Let me just go ahead and keep it playing. Here we go. Much better. There we go. Gotta have the music in the background. I'm straight tripping. So y'all keep on dropping your score predictions. I'm gonna read them in the chat live right now. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Really it's gonna be a good game. I do not think that it's gonna be tied in the fourth quarter. Man, yeah. talk about serious anxiety. Whoa. I can't have that. I can't have it. John comes in. John Reed says, 44 17 Buffalo wins. Jeff B. comes in and says, Yo, 31 13 Bills. They get a touchdown and two field goal stops. Oh, oh, they get a touchdown and two field goals tops. I read that wrong. My bad. Okay. That's kind of, Jeff, that's kind of where I'm lying. That, that's 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 about where I am, man. That's about where I am. So let me go ahead and drop. Let me drop my score prediction for me. Score prediction, baby. I said, I seen in my on my mama take, my second on my mama take, cause I had to take that first one back. It was crazy. Um, uh, The Bills are going to be led by their run game. All three running backs are going to have a touchdown in this game. James Cook, Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, each with a touchdown. That's 21 points. That's 21 points. I am going to drop another one on that. And I'm going to say Josh Allen is going to have a rushing touchdown in this game. Very clean game, but one rushing touchdown of the game, okay? And this is all about if the weather conditions are raining, okay? But I'm going to say the Bills win this game. 31. Ooh, man. Mm mm, 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 mm. That's four touchdowns, baby. And a field goal. Now, you know what? Let me take the field goal out. 31. 31. Let's just, let's just keep it clean. 31. Um, I kind of want to give him 17. I'll give him, I'll give him 20. I'll give him 20. 31, 20. Bill's 31. Commanders 20. I'll give him a couple of field goals. All right. But needless to say, The Bills win by two scores, 10 points. 11 points, if I get my math right. Okay. And they cruise a victory, improving to 2-1 as they get ready for the Miami Dolphins week four. So, baby, shout out to everybody who's been tuning in so far. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for watching and tuning in live. Smash that like. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. Go to supportbf.com and make sure you follow the Fanatics on every single social media platform we got going on. And as I mentioned before, buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride this season. The Buffalo Bills ain't going nowhere. I'm telling you right now. Week one, thing of the past, baby. These Bills flying high and they're going to kind of cruise right here under the radar for the rest of the year, making a lot of noise. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. But don't go anywhere. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it locked right here on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Tomorrow, pregame, you've got my man, Pierre the Kingpin, with a live game day reaction. Then you get followed by Rico with the post-game report. It's going to be crazy. Enjoy the, rest of your, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the rest of college football this weekend. And as always, baby, it's your man Rev. Grace and peace. God bless. And go bills. I'll holler at y'all. Let's get it back.